This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fennoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Gray, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you're listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. Zombie Cast. Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. Follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction. Welcome, everybody, to ZombieCast, the unofficial guide to all things zombies, episode... 696. Let's just say episode... How many episodes does VGO have? Let's do one more. Oh, yeah. Let's just do a thousand and Our arch nemesis, VGO. Episode 2,653. Wow. Of the the zombie cast. I remember starting this when I was 10 years old. It was crazy. Yeah. 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 We didn't even have, like, laptops back then, but we were doing it. Yeah, we're vintage now, right? Uh, But anyway, uh, Sean is not here. I don't know why he's not here. I just found out myself. But it's me, Matt, and Norma, and uh, we're just going to do a quickie show, and then hopefully when Walking Dead returns, and, and uh, what's the other show, American Horror Story, and then they have a show called Midnight Mass from what's in that? September, Alex Esso's on it. Oh, it starts what's, in that? Sept- what's that about? It's, it's the guy, Mike Flanagan, who did Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor, it's his new show, and it's, Ooh, it's on okay. Netflix starting just in time for Halloween, and it's got all the same cast of Haunting of Bly Manor, like all the same people. And Alex Esso has a reoccurring part on it. She wasn't in the trailer, though, I noticed. They put the trailer out today. But but that's another show that I will definitely be watching and talking about uh, this fall. Um, cool, cool, cool. Midnight Mass. Looks very spooky. Has kind of that ring vibe. It's like everything. It's always overcast. And there's a lot of I shots of the ocean. I need a new show. I need a new show to get. I've just been just been going back to old shows. I need something to dig into. So maybe that'll okay. be. Okay. Yeah, Midnight when Mass. Is it? When, September when is it 24th. Uh, it's still like a month away. All right. And oh, two I'll months. Oh, yeah, it's a month away. And then Cobra Kai comes back. That's so right. I'm excited about Cobra Kai. I love that show. Um, but anyway, like, we're just going to do a quickie show. I don't remember all of Sean's. In- I've heard it a thousand times, but I actually kind of tune out. Cause- uh, download <laughs> us on stuff. Anything that can stream can basically download us. Anything Pretty much. There. Uh, thank you very much to the Zombie Research Society. We always have uh, their support, and they always have our support as well. We love them very much. 
Uh, what else? What else? What else? I'll leave us a voicemail. Normal, what's the number? You, you have to give me a moment. I don't know it offhand, but I need to go. Okay. You guys. One eight hundred one one nine hundred hot babes. Is that it? Pick up the phone. Did you guys get that commercial in the states? Remember late night? It was like it was eighties girls climbing a chain link fence, and they'd be like, "Pick up the phone." No, oh, give dude, us a no. call. We, we had the one with Evangeline Lilly before she was famous. And she was by the fireplace, and it's hilarious to watch. Now she's like, if you want to talk to all the hottest singles, it's fucking Evangeline <laughs> Lilly. He's like a big star now. Yeah, that's, that's where funny. she started before Lost, being a, a oh. horny girl in one of those phone ads. Oh, you got to start somewhere, I guess. So if you want to call us on the zombie hotline, the zombie cast hotline, please call us at, na- uh, sorry, 609-964-4855. Well, there you there go. You go. Four eight five five. So uh, anyway, we're gonna Pick do a show. I guess we'll start a show. Now it's very weird without Sean, but uh, yeah, we different. wanted to talk about. I have a few topics. Uh, um, I don't know what you guys want to talk about, but we. Uh, I watched. I want to hear. Oh, I watched Fear Street. I could talk about that. I don't want to spoil if you guys haven't seen it though. I only so started that's the it. Thing. But yes, we like to hear more about it, Ted. It's like it's fucking like seven, eight hours long to watch. Those movies are like two and a half hours a piece. They're pretty long. I want to know if the second one, because the first one was fun, because it was '90s. It felt like a early scream type movie. Second and third ones live up. Is there a is there a through line? Is there an arc between all the movies? It is. That, uh, it's a it, continuous yeah. story, and I actually think I liked the first one the least of the really? three. Really, okay. I do. Um, cool. the second, the third one in the last half hour goes off the rails in kind of an eye rolling dumb way, but you remember at the end of the first one, they find that girl who was the only girl that survived, uh, the older woman mm-hmm. and well, the, the second one is about her and she's played by the girl from stranger things who plays Mad Max. Okay. okay. And it takes like place her. in like the seventies or eighties and it's about her and it's like a Jason ripoff where you know, they're at a summer camp, and the, the same thing happens again, where a crazed killer comes, starts killing everybody, and it's it's it sort of continues to build on the story. And then the third one, which I thought I thought the first half of the third one was the best of the whole series, and then it changes. The third one goes back to like the 1600s to the witch trial times, cool, and deals with that, and it does a really good job, I thought, of showing how like paranoia and rumor and people whispering behind closed doors led to a whole lot of innocent women getting hanged for being witches. Mm. It, it, it shows how that, how rumors and, and gossip can lead to things like the witch trials in a small town. And it oh, wow. does like how it happens now, except it's a witch hunt on Twitter, Witch yeah. hunt on Twitter. Yes. Witch hunt. Yeah. But, um, uh, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I won't go into any of the spoilers of how it happens, but I thought it was very well executed. And then the problem is in the in like the last hour or last forty five minutes of the third one, it goes back to nineteen ninety four, so it goes back full circle. And when they left yeah. the the medieval time to- or medieval the witch times, I kind of it came very silly, the big okay. showdown at the end. But I liked it. I'd say finish it. I thought it went up and up for the most part. Uh, it was well. It was well produced. It was. It felt like a theater movie I was watching. I don't know, Norma. What were your impressions of the first? You have you seen the whole? Well, thing? I saw. I started it. So, yeah. um, like, actually, I like it. You know what I mean? Like, so far, it's it's really good. I I have to leave all the lights on because it does spook me out a little bit. Because the music, it's everything Norma is kind of done very well. That kind of just gives you that little creepy feeling that something's going to happen. Right. So, um, actually, I like it. And um, what is it? It's Ethan Hawke's 
daughter, correct? She was the, uh, they, they, I don't know if you noticed this, and I'm sure it was intentional. The opening is like shot for shot the opening of Scream. Oh, okay. And I thought it was kind of cool, though, because they kind of take her as, you know, working at the mall. And, you know, she's, you know, also in Stranger Things. And she, you know, they work at the mall. For that's true. Ships, Ships Ahoy, what were they called? That, so. I, you know what? I guarantee you that's the same mall from Stranger Things because they film all this. Netflix films everything around where I'm at. They use the same actors, you've noticed. Really? Like, yeah, like oh, yeah, Mad Max. Yeah. And my, like, like. Like Stranger Things and Walking Dead and all the and, and all the Marvel stuff, they use a lot of the same like child actors, and I guarantee you that was the same mall from Stranger Things. That mall's like like twenty minutes from here. It's it's actually an abandoned mall that they use just to film movies wow. in. That's, that's pretty cool. convenient though. You can dress it as anything you want. Yeah, yeah. So obviously. Yeah. Cool. And that's awesome that it's like not just sitting there going to waste. I like yeah, that I've, idea. I've seen photos. You can look at photos. like I I kind of this fall want to go out and like look for some of these places, but. No, but the opening, like, Maya Hawk was like the Drew Barrymore, where it's like, oh, it's Maya Hawk from Stranger Things. She's going to be a big part of it, and then she gets bumped off right away. And some of the Ooh. shots, like, where the killer runs up behind her in slow motion and reaches around the front and stabs her in the chest, was a straight-up shot out of Scream. Hmm. Like, exact yeah. Yeah. shot. And I said that was deliberate, because they're trying to make you think of Scream, you know? Like, I think... I. Definitely, it had the same tone as Scream, like a fun teenagers getting murdered yes. type of comedy. Yeah. But, I, oh, sorry. Yeah, no more? Well, I was going to say, and it's great because, you know, what's the first year? It's 1995. So, um, I really love the whole music thing, and I really love how they start singing the um, Teen Spirit Nirvana song in a very... The music right. almost right? got me exhausted. No, like, how many songs did they license for this? But the music I love. <laughs> <laughs> the songs were changing so much. They would play like 12 seconds of a song and then flip to another song and then flip to another song. And then it was like, there was like 30 licensed songs in that first movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was, I, only, it was I, making me dizzy almost. I want to say the first movie, I, I really liked the first movie. It was a little creepy because they were trying to go for the teenage sexual stuff and people are like making out in bathrooms and stuff, but they seemed really young. Like, I didn't think these kids were more than like 14, 15, but they were doing like, well, I, I'll tell you what, one thing Fear Street did, was not shy about is killing children. Mm, because they, in the second one, not to spoil, they're at a, they're at a summer camp for like these like 13-year-olds. And mm -hmm. there's some pretty bad stuff happens to a few of them that I was like, wow. Because, it, it, you know, it's very rare that you see, I'm, I'm talking like gory, like hack to pieces type of shit. So, yeah, know, whatever. But, um yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it. I finished it, and that the reason I know I enjoyed it is because it, I, I watched the whole thing. It, you know, yeah. it's, if I, that's I, rare. That's rare <laughs> that I would watch three two-and-a-half-hour movies. So I recommend cool. it, whatever. Okay. Uh, okay. You also played, uh, I really want to hear about this, the, the new De Back for Blood. I also want to talk about Pig with you, Matt. Oh, it's yeah, not really a horror movie, but it's a, it's it's a it's a human misery movie. But we'll talk about it's that. a human horror movie. It's but a uh, human I want to horror movie. Uh, oh, I'm glad you saw Pig because that's I think one of my favorite Nicolas Cage movies now. Yeah. But t tell me about Back for Blood. Is it like Left for Dead? It's like Left for Dead exactly. But I actually I did I was never a big Left for Dead fan. What? I always found it. I, I wasn't. I found it Love like we were all playing it way back before I even knew you guys. We were playing that, mm -hmm. and I was like, this is kind of. I played it with. I've known Sub Z forever. We we would play it, and I was like, this is kind of 
boring and repetitive and I just I didn't even play the second one but this this beta came out and then uh we jumped in and I jumped in with randoms and I again was like I'm not having fun this sucks and then I got in with cool sausage who's I don't know if you've ever played with him yeah, he's like the greatest guy to play video games with because he's fucking hilarious yeah um and um he was on spooky hour horror hour and uh sub z and his nephew got in and we played and I had a blast like we play it's like four levels are in the uh the beta and we okay. played through all of them and i had a ton of legit ton of fun it it is absolute chaos where you were like running and you're like it wind up in a house and they're coming through the windows or coming up the stairs i'm talking by the hundreds yeah and yeah, you were just mo good. up the top of the stairs just mowing them down and it they just want and then when it's done like you and your whole team are drenched in blood and then I said, this is going to be a great, comes out early October. This is going to be a great Halloween time game. Perfect timing. Because there's one part, we were going through like a spooky, foggy woods. And we found a graveyard and they were coming out of the fog. And then we found like a creepy church. And I said, this is making me feel like Halloween. And so the cool. time, I'm excited that this is coming out when it's coming out. Awesome. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, once you get the hang of the mechanics and you, you figure out the guns. Like I had this Magnum with a scope on it and I had 600 bullets for it and it would just mm -hmm. one shot the zombies heads off and there is auto aim on console which in this game works really well because you know the left for dead shooting is not quite as accurate as say Halo or Call of Duty it's not quite as good so they have pretty mm -hmm. strong auto aim on console so you just have to kind of aim the gun in the zombies direction then press LT and it'll zoom in and lock onto their head gotcha. and I was having a blast just popping their heads off <laughs> They were like running up a hill and it's going doo, 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 doo. and yeah, it I I really enjoyed it. I'm thrilled it I will say I'm thrilled it's on Game Pass though. Okay. Um, and it's on Game Pass on Windows, Matt, so like um I'll get it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so we can and as cross play Sub Z was playing the uh the PC version, it worked perfectly. So and and I'm sure we're gonna get some free codes too. So um I really enjoyed it. We all gotta play it. Norma, if uh, if you don't have Game Pass, I'm assuming we can get you an Xbox code. Um yeah, and I definitely have to get one. We could all jump in and uh, we can all j jump in and, and and play that this 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 spooky Halloween time. That I would think that's be a great awesome. Yeah, but it has things. That are, there are some things that are funny where it's like they say, "Don't set off the car alarm because it lures the zombies." And I'm like, "We've been firing machine guns for the last like 20 minutes, but don't set off the car alarm." So this is Left 4 Dead though, because that was the same thing. Like, it's there Left 4 Dead witch. Three. It's absolutely Left 4 Dead Three. Is it the same developer? It was a Valve. Oh yeah, it's the same developer, Turtle Rock. Why do they just call it Left for? I guess it is Back for Blood. Like they just they have it is a, a Left for Dead. Yeah, 3. they they've got a four in the title, just like Left for Dead, but it's Back for Blood. Okay. Now, if I'm mistaken, didn't Left for Dead one you had to get to an escape chopper? Wasn't that the goal? I can't remember. I just know there were safe houses. Those are like the midpoints, and you could restock. Yeah, you get to the safe houses. This is an updated Left for Dead, but I actually like it. I had more fun with. I had more fun with this in the beta one night than I think I ever had with the other ones. Um, That's but, fine. I love I love Left 4 Dead, so I'm, I can't wait to jump into this, especially I, if it's free. And I yeah. watched the trailer, and there's a they did not scratch the surface in the beta. Like there's a ton of monsters in the trailer that are not in the beta, which I was happy about. So cool. uh, yeah, really cool, really fun game. Love Back for Blood. Good job, Turtle Rock. Thank you for sending us uh, 75 yeah, beta codes. You. So um, awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, Left, Left 4 Dead is awesome. So anything that resembles it, yeah, it's... Have yeah. you noticed, Matt, this trend of, uh, yeah. like, the fanboy console war, how it's gotten so petty? 
that they're now oh, yeah. pointing out stuff like in Back for Blood when you shoot the light bulbs they don't blow up. Oh my god. Oh, have you been really? watching this crap? Like like It's you... bad on both sides though. It's bad oh, on it's Xbox bad. No, it's and Sony. It's just like can't we just enjoy games? Right? No, no, just right. like it... like what you're playing. <laughs> It got yeah. so petty this week. Like, like the Halo Infinite beta came out. You, did, I don't, you like Halo, right? You're a big Halo guy, I right? Love, yeah. Halo Infinite. I'm telling you what, I love Halo. Yeah. This Halo, everybody seemed to love it. This beta, dude, I think it's going to be big because it's free. But this yeah. feels like Halo. Like this is the most Halo Halo has ever Haloed. Because <laughs> um, they dialed it back from five. You didn't get to play five, but five got into like you know you had like thruster packs and they sort of went a little too far they right. dialed it back closer to three but they left running sprinting and sliding but they took out the thruster packs they took out all the craziness and they brought the equipment back from three the shooting cool. is so good the maps so far are good it's so yeah. great but they, they got into this whole console war where like on one of the maps there's like a yeah. fruit stand and if you shoot the fruit it just explodes unrealistically <laughs> it doesn't explode like it, it just look, it looks bad. I notice it, but they're bitching yeah. about that. That the, the fruit doesn't look good. So the oh. so like you had Sony guys saying that, then the Xbox guys start pulling out like Last of Us, going, "Look uh. at this! I'm shooting this fire extinguisher and nothing's happening." And then they start pulling out like, "Look at these bushes and Ratchet and Clank. They're not moving." So, uh. God, just stop it. Stop. Okay. Okay. Stop. None of that detracts from the experience if you're playing this. Absolutely none of it does. The, but the That's fruit the on one and funny, the actual community manager for Halo wrote back and said, "The fruit doesn't explode realistically. Literally unplayable." <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so dumb. On one map, but there's a fruit stand, and the fact Who the fruit does not cares? break into a million pieces, it just blows up into like a big purple like splat when you shoot it. What's behind it though? Because it's most weird. Most adults it? can get both consoles or have a PC that can do like it's not a scarcity thing. People aren't limited to one console. Why no. do X and Sony people feel the need to defend their console by I don't know. always. And I and I will admit I get sucked into it sometimes. I don't think I don't de <laughs> I don't detract Sony. I just build up Xbox. I'm like, oh well Sony No, because Sony does everything yeah. right. Their games are fucking awesome. You can't you cannot play God of War and and detract. Like, oh look in God of War, the fucking I hit this tree and it didn't leave a mark like you're no, it is a perfect game. It's a perfect game. Shut up. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. We just always <laughs> want to fight about something, right? If it's yeah, not like console wars, it's like, what's the best cell phone, you know? But it sucks the energy out of the room. Like, I'm always excited about games. Right. I rarely hate a game. If, yeah. if at most, I just don't play it anymore and not talk about it. Yeah. But when a new game comes out, I like to talk about how fun it is. Not go online and, and find the one tiny thing that's wrong and, and have everyone melt over it. You like, know what the, the, the difference is? They go through is? like frame by frame. They, they, the people are so sad. They go through frame by frame looking for stuff and it's like to like complain about like yeah. they were like when when the horizon 2 footage came out i saw xbox fans detracting i was like dude that game is like one of the <laughs> best graphically just shut up that's like one of the best looking i'm not a big horizon fan i played the first yeah. one but yeah. you if you look at that and don't say that's one of the best looking games ever made you are lying to yourself that is <laughs> you're ridiculous you know i know what? michelle oh sorry yeah Norma. i was just saying you know what i think though i mean i grew up playing pong right or pitfall with like these pixelated like weird looking characters <laughs> supposed to be like right. people right so watching right. the games now it's like <laughs> people don't understand how spoiled they are with what no. they're seeing yeah can you yeah. imagine i thought about this can you imagine if you had a time machine and you went back to like 1992 
and took a high definition TV and, an, and, a, and a PlayStation Five or an Xbox Series X, and you Lower said, "This is Doom Eternal. This is you know Doom that you play right now. This Doom game. Yeah, this is what yeah. Doom is going to look like in 2021." Yeah, I think I don't think I'd be. I think my I think I'd faint. I don't think I'd be able to handle it. I, think, like, I would think I was looking at witchcraft. It's like the part of the Back to the Future when uh, Marty McFly is like playing "Go Johnny Go" and he like throws himself all over the stage playing but, the guitar. But to build on that, Your Ted, kids can you imagine love if you? Exactly. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but imagine, like, imagine it. Fifteen years ago, you brought back um, Left for Dead Two or, or not Left for Dead, um, Last of Us Two. You brought that back. And show people, and then said, "Oh, but people in our time are going to complain a yeah. lot because if you because shoot this the bushes hydrant, it are explode. because this one fire. Yeah. <laughs> they, they found a place in Last of Us Two where there was a barrel where if you shot the fruit, nothing happened yeah. at all. And they were saying, well, look they're at gonna this.' They're going to pan it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I mean, goodness. it's like, uh, and that's the thing about Halo. I was like, if you're stopping, look, I, I didn't really notice the fruit because I was busy running around shooting the enemy. I wasn't stopping at the fruit stand to see how realistically the fruit blows up." But uh, I find it fat. I can't not read the comments, though. I just—it's one of those things. It's like—it's like crack. Like I'm yeah. so yeah. fascinated by the stuff they get to going about. It's just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's hilarious. But um, <laughs> Halo is great, Matt. Though I think you're really gonna like Halo. I'm looking forward to it. That's gonna be one I definitely get battle passes. It's free, but yeah. the, the battle pass shit. But the coolest thing was the thing in the trailer. Is real. You can throw a grenade at a weapon and have the weapon fly into the air and then like grapple hook it out of the air and catch it. Wow. That was in the trailer and we're like, you can't do that in the actual game. Well, no, you do it. And when you do it, the announcer actually says, Combat evolved. <laughs> he actually says That's that. Great. And you also have a funny AI system. You have your own little Cortana AI that talks to you too, and you can customize it with like a bunch of different voices. It's so like one of them is like a, a very snooty British voice, and one is like some frat boy that sounds ridiculous, and then one is like <laughs> some some redneck woman's like, go out there and be the best little Spartan you can be. That's how she <laughs> talks. Um, but it's funny because like you're, and, but they give you useful information. They'll say like, like uh, overshield respawning in five seconds. They actually give you useful information. But when you you kill an enemy, like I used like a needler, you know the needler shoots those pink, like diamonds out of them i killed a guy in the british my suddenly my voice uh, ai goes make them fear the pink mist yeah. it actually said that i burst out laughing and then i killed a guy with a hammer and he goes he said oh no no and when you kill like four or five guys he goes you are a walking apocalypse i love it it's that's so great. yeah halo infinite's yeah. awesome i can't wait to play that sounds yeah. like that yeah, be, sign Norma, up for the flight sign that. up for the flight maybe you can get in the next flight they do on halo I'm insider I'm fine. I'll just wait till it's released, honestly. Because um, I'm because we play Halo every Wednesday night. But you should join us, Ted. It's just um, hey, there you just go. A bunch Did of they ever add crossplay? They they were gonna add Xbox <laughs> to PC crossplay. They said that a long time ago, and I don't know if they ever did. Maybe they did. I don't know. I think they do because some of the guys I play with have Xbox. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's talk about Pig. Okay, Pig. Um, there. Oh, there's one I? thing. There's one more thing I wanted to say oh, about yeah. Back for Blood, and I'll leave yeah. it alone. Uh, did you hear the clips? Now this is this had, this is uh, some new news. Did you hear the clips, which were absolutely, I'm sorry, hilarious, of the zombies what? yelling the N-word? No. Is it, uh, does it sound a lot like they're yelling the N-word? Yes. Oh because <laughs> um, this is not Twitter overreacting, because I yeah. played the game. I was playing it the night we played it, and I heard one of the zombies, and I we were just in a junker, and I heard this like, Nigger! And you, and you, it sounds more. I'm not. I don't, I'm not going to say yeah. the word. Right, but right. It's, but he yeah. definitely says the ne 
sound and i went yeah what? i kind of went what yeah the like fuck? what and, and i and i actually thought like that <laughs> couldn't be couldn't be well all these clips started surfacing of zombies yelling the n-word and like huh. there's these really? hilarious clips of like like black gamers are playing like on twitch and they have their video and suddenly they're shooting zombies and one of the zombies is running at him and goes n-word yells it and he goes what'd you call me <laughs> <laughs> well and I, I i was like no they're not imagining it i heard it too it's true i'll send you the clips um, yeah. Well, Warner Brothers came out and said that, like, yeah, that said it's not the N word. What's happened is we just had the zombies record a bunch of random grunts, and one of the zombies is going like, nah, and one of the zombies is going, and it just, just unfortunately, the two sound clips sometimes line up in a way that makes it sound like, wow. They said, yeah. but it will be gone in the next beta we do. Um, but you I was like, no, it no. It's leave it in. It's so funny every time it happens. Leave it in. If they left it in, knowing that it says that, they'd be like, "Yeah, no, like I, I say, add more racial slurs. Have it be, have him calling everybody's stuff because you know what? You play as a very diverse group. There's like a young white That's girl true. and a, a black man, Cracker. a Hispanic guy. We can be, <laughs> we can be, a, yeah, we can be a diverse group of zombie slayers killing racist zombies. And Guido, Guido. <laughs> Dago. <laughs> no, but see, Matt, that's what I'm saying. Make them an army of racist zombies, and we're this diverse group of heroes who are having to wipe the planet clean of these racist zombies. You know what? Racist zombies aren't too much of a stretch from Nazis, right? Like, they're just as, like, despised. Nazi so. race. Mm. Zombies and Nazis are the two like, main things we've killed in aliens. Nazi zombies? Nazi zombies, Nazi zombies and zombies. aliens, so. Nazi racist zombies. <laughs> I would I I think they well, I, got, I I think they've got something here and they should go they should run with it and go a thousand percent in with racist zombies yelling and I'm talking you got to offend every race equally though yeah, yeah. like a mutual it's, yeah. it's got to be across the board yeah but anyway anyway I thought that was funny and that was Warner Brothers official statement today and I was like that makes sense but I'll send you the clips later because it is pretty fucking funny. I think you put it in our chat, but uh, yeah. I, let me let me talk about Pig for a minute. Okay. Norma, have you seen this or have you, do you know about Pig? Um, I don't think I do. But you've guys well, mentioned it as a movie. Yeah, unironically, unironically, this is this is one of my like one of the movies where I just put down my phone and I found myself just watching it all the way through. <laughs> so. Like, the concept is uh, Nicolas Cage lives out in the woods. All you know is that he's a hermit in the woods. He's got a pig. They hunt for truffles, and they sell to this, like, young millennial-type guy who sells them to the city, and he makes a lot of money off of it. Um, and the I'm telling you the first 15 minutes, and I think they set this up in the trailer as well, but yeah. uh, his pig gets stolen, and he uh, goes into the city to find his pig. You think this is going to be a Liam Neeson, like, Nicolas Cage <laughs> taking a shotgun and killing his way up the yeah. chain? Yep, it's a totally different movie and a totally better movie. Hmm. I found. What do you What do you think, Ted? Like, were you surprised that this wasn't a revenge murder movie? I uh, I saw the trailer at the same time everyone else did, and I I burst out laughing and I said, "Here we go! It's a crazy Nicolas Cage has lost. He's a crazy bearded hillbilly who's lost his pig. This is going to yeah. be one of the funniest movies. He's going to be flipping out. He's going to be beating people with a baseball bat. Looking for. He's like, I'm looking for my truffle pig." Like, I thought this was going to be, that's what everyone thought. It's one of the greatest bait and switches of all time. Like, talk talk about subverting your expectations, Matt. It um, does subvert, yeah. Yeah, but I got, you know, I saw the movie, and I, so, oh, oh, then suddenly, like, the Rotten Tomatoes score came out, and it was a 97. 
Right. Oh, wow. And they're like the best reviewed movie of Nicolas Cage's career. I was like, what? That's like, really? What? And then I saw like, I saw Red Letter Media tweet it. It says, you need to watch Pig. It's amazing. And then We Hate Movies, which I listened to, said Pig is. So I was like, okay, now I got to see this. And yeah. you watch it. And yeah. Norma, <laughs> he doesn't flip out a single time in the whole movie. But wow. he gets his revenge, though. <laughs> yeah, but the movie's not really about the pig. This movie is about, no. you know, people smarter than me said this, but it's, it's more about dealing with grief. The pig huh. is just kind of the catalyst of yeah. who Nicolas Cage really was in his past life. And you find out who took the pig and what that person's going through and, you know, all this stuff like that. And, I, and I'll tell you what, I... Uh, I'll tell you what. I'm not going <laughs> to spoil it. The endings, there's an ending scene... Yeah. That is very sad. Oh. That involves yeah. him at a dinner table with yeah. two other people. And the thing that happens at the dinner table and the conversation after. I was telling Pig <laughs> to somebody yeah. that has no interest in watching it. And I was just telling him what it's about. And I got to that part. I got choked mm. up just telling him. About, I actually could. I just stopped. I was oh, like, wow. And then this. Uh, and I didn't get choked yeah. up watching the movie. But telling them about the movie. I, I'm a person that I don't get choked up watching movies. But yeah, when I tell it. somebody about the sad movie, like when I was telling somebody what Room was about, mm-hmm, I got mm-hmm. like choked up and I couldn't get through it just Aww. telling them what happened in the movie. There's also Ted and I'll be as vague as I can. I really do want you to watch this movie. It's not it's not brutal. It's not gory at all, no. Norma. It's a totally different. Okay. But I'll be as vague as I can. He's in a restaurant uh, trying to work his way up the chain and the owner of the restaurant sits down and he destroys this owner's like basically life. Oh just, with, just with words. With, 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 with <laughs> just, words. Oh, wow. He breaks his soul. But the way, like, the camera just stays on the restaurant owner. You can just see his soul breaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's this movie. Like, he he destroys people just through words and actions. It's, I can't explain yeah. it more than that. And he never, yeah. he, he never has a Nicolas Cage flip-out screaming moment, which he has in every movie. So it's... Yeah. They're saying this could be one of those... There's not a lot of movies this year again. This could be, like, an Oscar frontrunner. I say, I'm all in. Pig for best for picture. Let's go. Okay. Let's go for it. Pig for best actor, man. Like honestly, I've seen Nick, I, the last time I saw Nicolas Cage was that Five Nights at Freddy's knockoff. Yeah, which is so dumb. Then he goes and then to this. see him in this. <laughs> so he's got talent left. He's just got to maybe choose his roles a bit better, or he doesn't care. He's got to pay off those that island he bought. Yeah, he doesn't care. And that castle, right? Doesn't he have like? Didn't he have like a <laughs> castle? He has I all. So. He owns dinosaur bones. He owns all sorts of crazy shit. But um, doesn't he own the Independence? Like, uh, didn't he steal that from the museum? The he, he has the Declaration of Independence. Declaration. Yeah. And one yeah, of his and right. one of his better films. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, Norma. It's not even like I said. It's not ironic. Good. It's like this is good acting. And even and Ted, like I ended up really liking the kid. Like at oh, first yeah. you hate him. He's a douchebag. But no, like, he's an amazing crap. actor too. He's from Hereditary, and he's also That's in the right. uh, Jumanji yeah, yeah. movie. That's right. Yeah. He was the whose sister got decapitated, right? Yeah, he's the guy driving the car when the girl gets her head knocked off. In that I classic that. scene, I hate that movie. It's that so scene, though, oh, I was in the theater. My jaw yeah. hit the filthy theater floor when her <laughs> head got hit. When her head hit that telephone pole, Ugh. I could not. I was like, "Holy shit!" This fucking movie just <laughs> knocked, knocked it up a bit. Yeah. Well, too bad. Uh, is that Norma who's saying? Norma's yeah, saying. yeah. We're going to wrap it up, I think. No, Norma, I want to tell you uh... a little bit about my day, but can I just turn on Please. the fan because I'm sweating? Yeah, do it. <laughs> I'll be right back, guys. For sure. I'm trying to think. There was something else. I, was, uh, I saw a movie called Caveat, which is on Shudder. I heard a lot of good stuff. Is yeah. it 
I like it the more I think about it. When I was watching it, I didn't fully get it, but the more I think about it, it's got one of the spookiest scenes I've seen in a movie in a while near the end. Okay. Really spooky-ass scene in the last, like, 20 minutes. So, hey, you know, have you got nothing better to watch? <laughs> you know, Is it a high concept? I, I felt like it was a high concept. It's a high like a concept. It's one of those movies where you go, uh... Mm, I don't think any of this would actually happen. It's a little silly. The situation the main the guy gets himself in. The plot is... Um, and Without any, ruining it. Anybody yeah. with a brain would be out of here in about two seconds. The plot is a guy... <laughs> Rich guy goes to his low-life friend yeah. and says, I got a problem. My uh, uh, sister's dead and her husband's dead. And mm -hmm. they have a daughter, and the daughter has schizophrenia. She's messed up. And she keeps going out to the house where her dad died mm -hmm. and, and staying there. And we don't want her out there by herself because it's out, like, by a lake. So she goes out there like five days at a time. So we w we need someone just to watch her to make sure she doesn't get in trouble. So I, could I pay you to go out to the house and just sort of babysit her while she's there? And yeah, the guy says, yeah. sure, I'll do that for, you know, I'll give you a thousand bucks. He goes, okay, I'll do it. So they go out to the house and the house is <coughs> out of like an island in the middle of a lake where there's no easy escape, right? So he gets out yeah. there and he says, now there's a caveat. That's the name. He goes, oh, what boy. is it? He says, I gotta, I, I'm gonna put a vest on you that's attached to a chain so you cannot go wherever you want. And he's like, what are you talking about? He says, "My, she is very skittish about people coming in her room and very skittish about strangers. So there's a chain that goes anywhere in the house, but it is stops when you get to her room so you cannot enter her room. Gotcha. And I need to okay. put it on you so that she knows you can't come in her room and that's her safe place. <laughs> and the guy's like, I'm not letting you put that chain on me. And after some convincing, he agrees to let him put the chain on him. Well, yeah. that chain is basically where the whole movie <laughs> like comes into play. Yeah. Uh, where he's chained and he cannot get off this chain and he can't go into this certain room. And that's basically the setup to the movie and a bunch of crazy shit go happens from there. Is it enjoyable? It sounds enjoyable, though, a, a tiny bit. It's. I liked it more the more I thought about it. Um, okay. And again, it gets pretty spooky at the end, but it is a ridiculous concept. But um, I've got nothing better. Got nothing better to watch. Yeah, 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 got, yeah, 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 got nothing better to watch. I, I, uh, you could do worse than Caveat. It's got a creepy little robot rabbit that's always drumming, and I don't know what the point of it You're was. You're not it's selling not... me on this movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like your Charlie Day impression, so that was pretty good. It, well, it's, okay, it's a movie I'm still thinking about. It's a movie I'm still thinking about. So. so, Norma, you had a big day in New York. I did, New I did. York. Well, first of all, before anything, um, I'm just going to give you guys our voicemail one more time, our voicemail number, and I want to play our voicemail that we got actually literally popped in after we finished recording our last show. So, okay. I don't want to forget to play this because, you know, I really appreciate everyone who's listening and I appreciate um, our listeners who are calling in because I really enjoy hearing from you guys. So, if you haven't called or you want to call again, here's our number. It's 609-964-4855. And you'll hear me say a little something like, leave us a message, tell us where you're from, what do you want to tell us, and tell us what you want to tell us. So we're going to play their, our message. I think I got this right. So just bear with me one second because sometimes it's hard to find. Here we go. And he did. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, let's start again. Apparently, volume is important, you know? All right, come on. How do I reverse on this thing? Dang it. There we go. Tech so, our technology, got, technology got the better Here we go. Again. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, this is, uh, this is Mike from Michigan. I've been listening, listening for a couple years now. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, big fan. Big fan of you guys. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it? Uh, yeah, I really don't care what the topic is. I like listening to you guys. I'm a mailman. I like to, uh, uh-huh. I like to listen to podcasts. And you guys' uh, podcast is one of the ones I look forward to listening to when you, when you, uh, when you drop a new one. Um, yeah, all I got to say is... Uh, as far as The Walking Dead, uh, is it, anyone else find it, like, super cheesy? As, as the years have <laughs> gone on, it has gotten super cheesy. Yes. But yet, I've invested yeah. so much time, I cannot stop watching. Yep. I need to see it through. I have to see it end. Yes. And uh, it's painful, but occasionally <laughs> they'll drop a good episode where I'm like, okay. One out of every five is why okay. Why can't you do more of that? But then they don't. So, yeah, whatever. Am I the only one? Anyway, big fan. Uh, Long-time listener. Uh, Keep it up. I wish you guys would put out more episodes. Love you guys. Hey, we do our best. Okay. All right. Later. Well, thanks, man. That's awesome. Um, Walk safe. Getting some good exercise. Uh, He's where I'm at with The Walking Dead. I've invested 10 years of my life. I I have to see it through. It's all You'd see the finish line. There's only one season left. Well, one season split into two, right? Yeah, right. It's I think it ends in April, though, or, or like March. It's going to be like two sets of 12 episodes. Okay. Okay. We're in for a ride. I really like, thank you very much for phoning. That was very yeah. nice to hear. Absolutely. But he's, no, he's right, though. It has gotten super cheesy where you have like Star, Star Wars stormtroopers and all this goofy shit showing up now. Yeah, um, and then another uh, wolves type people. This, these guys are the worst. Don't worry about the other guys. These guys. Are yeah, the worst these ones. these new guys look like the killer from the first Fear Street movie. They're all like in ha- they're all like in like Halloween. I mean, I think I said this the last show. They're all wearing skull masks. They all look like they're like my theory, Matt. I said last week was like everybody's held up. They they uh the apocalypse started like in September, and those guys have been holed up in a spirit Halloween store. That's right, and that's why they're all dressed in Halloween costumes or something. That's but they're right. they're all that's wearing right. like the Fear Street looking outfit, you know, with the um the skull mask and everything. So I don't know. Hmm. Well, we're in it, guys. We have to we have to see this through. Yeah, and, and no, if, if, if they were saying it's going to go on for ten more years, I might be like, I, I'd probably still watch it. But the fact it's we know the ending's coming, and then they're going to yeah. spin it off. I don't. I'm not promising. I'm watching the Daryl and Carol show. I can't. I will watch the first episode and see what happens. <laughs> I might give it a couple yeah. episodes, you know, and see what... Because, you know, the first episode might be great and then wah wah. Yeah. Or, the, you know, sometimes the first episode of most shows... I I wonder, you know, like the the pilot episodes, I wonder how in the world did they think that this was going to be a good show? It, you know, and it, it <laughs> yeah, like, turned out to be a good show. But the pilot, to me, for the most part, always feels weird. Like everybody's trying to get like their footing. I don't know. Maybe it's what, just what about my that world? Be- you remember World yeah. Beyond, the show with the children? Yes. It? Like that. I forgot that even existed. That thing came and went so fast. Yep. Yeah, I think everyone did. No one talked about. Nobody that show. watched that. Like, um, but like again, I but I will again argue that uh, the 
Daryl and Carol show would be a lot more exciting if it was the Daryl and Negan show. Yeah, for sure. And Carol was uh, in the ground. And <laughs> Daryl and Negan on motorcycles yeah. just driving west. Let's head to California. Yeah. They got to give California. Negan his own show. I would absolutely watch a Negan show. Yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. And as if Matt they kept said, them yeah, that way, yeah. As Matt said, I think you said, Daryl and Negan could go, and then maybe Maggie tags along, and then, yeah. you know, and then Rick, comes, Rick and Michonne show back up, and they're like, hey. Uh, uh, then they see, oh, the who's that in the distance? It looks like a staff. Is that Wait, Morgan? Is that Morgan's Morgan back? Dwight? What? And Eugene? The other Not show. Eugene. Oh, get in. Dwight. Abe? That Dwight Who and Morgan walking down Abe's the road back. to catch up to them. Herschel? Yeah. Hey, it's, 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 the, it's the black guy with the dreads that went missing three years ago. Right. Where you been, buddy? Get in. Around. Oh, Toby. <laughs> or Heath. Heath, that's his name. Yeah. but yeah, yeah, And, it's, and eventually it's it's just, well, it, it just turns into the Walking Dead again, but it's in a different town. Yeah, that'd be... Yeah. That'd be... A, that'd be pretty, you know what? I would, I would applaud by how fucking clever they tricked us. Well, Good if job. it starts to fail, you you laugh. But if that show ever starts to falter, the ratings go down. You know, second third seasons, you'd be like, "Guess who's coming back this season?" <laughs> Lori like, was you know not that's dead after all. Yeah, Daryl and Carol. So yeah, <laughs> tell us about your New York trip, Norma, because we saw pictures from yeah New York trip. from my New York trip. Actually, it was a lot of fun. Um, we ended up going Saturday. We had thought about going, but it was kind of like back and forth. And the kid finally said, "Fine, we'll go," because it's his nineteenth birthday. So we went to the city and um, it was actually pretty cool because New York is always really crowded, but it didn't feel as crowded before, obviously, because of I'm assuming because of the COVID situation. So it was kind of nice to still have like that busyness without like the crazy busyness. I don't know. I always enjoy the city. It doesn't matter how crowded or not it is. It's always a fun um, adventure every time. But the biggest thing I really wanted to go see was the new Harry Potter store that opened in April. So um, in order to go, and I'm letting you guys know this and anybody else who's listening, because if you want to go do this, I'm going to tell you go early in the morning, early, because they have a virtual check-in. So you need a QR app from your phone and they have this, this big sign and you have to get the QR on your cell phone. And it'll tell you, okay, you have blah, blah, blah amount of people in front of you at the moment. So when we checked in about Whoa. 1030 in the morning, we had 819 people ahead of us. It tells you exactly us. how many people, huh? Yes. That's pretty so, nice. I wish they had that at Disneyland. 819 yeah. people. We were there at 1030 in the morning. I think the store opens at 8 a.m. That's a right. really smart idea. No joke. It is very smart. So what happens is you have to keep an eye on your phone because they will send you a text when it is your turn to come to the store and you have one hour to get there and get and check yourself in. And if you don't, you are not guaranteed to go back in the store. It's kind of like fa- it's kind of like fast pass at Disney where you go early, get a pass, then you leave, but then you have to be back within a certain amount of time. Exactly. And you can, and you can go in, but if you're not there, you've just wasted one of your fast passes. Exactly. Right. So it's like, and it's funny because I've never done fast pass, but that's exactly, that's exactly the same analogy that I was thinking of as I'm like going through this. So I'm trying to enjoy the sightseeing and taking pictures, but every like two minutes I keep checking to see where the numbers are Mm -hmm. to make sure that I'm not um, missing it. And I don't know as to how they um, call you, right? So if it's down to 400, do they call you or what, you know? 
just to kind of keep an eye on it. So we were at number 300 and something people, quote unquote, ahead of us, and we got the ding. So at 4.30, we were um, told it was our turn to come in. So, or at 4 o'clock, so we got there by 4.30, and we made it within the one hour thing. Well, being in there is swamped. Like, everybody had to wear a mask. In New York, at least Sunday, on Saturday, when we went, not all stores were mandating masks. So some places you had to wear them, some you didn't. But before you came into the Harry Potter store, you had to open your app, show them your number. They had to look on their list to make sure that is the number that was being called and that you didn't miss your window and let you in. But before you can go in, the very first thing they said was, you must wear your mask at all times, including when you're taking pictures. So I'm like, okay, this makes sense. You know, obviously. We need to back up just to tell you, yes. like, what is this Harry Potter shop? Is so it like wands? This, a, everything. So that's the next thing I was going to tell you. This store, Sorry. if you yeah. are a Harry Potter fan. And who this, isn't? Right? right? This is the place to be. Because okay. it is set up in such an amazing way. It's two levels. And it's on the other side of... Um, Manhattan. So, well, I shouldn't say Manhattan. It's on the other side of, um, oh gosh, uh, New Year's Eve. What is that called? The big app. What? That Rock section. Park. I don't know. What, I, uh, you know more about Central New York Park? than I do. The, No, not Central Park. The big section. Soho. The big section with all the um, screens. Oh my gosh, I just went blank. Times, Times Square. Square. Yes, thank you. It's on the <laughs> other end of Times Square, right? Okay. So, uh, and it's, it's incredible. Like there's so much to see that my eyes could not adjust. And it was so crowded in there, like really crowded that, you know, if you had a bag from buying um, something else, you were literally bumping into other people. So it was very hard to like take pictures. So what Mm -hmm. I did because I couldn't like adjust to everything, I kept taking pictures. I'm like, okay, when I go home, I'm just gonna Mm -hmm. look at the pictures to kind of refocus on you were just blindly flashing photos around like because there was so much to see and the interesting thing is that you don't have to be a fan of like the three main characters or like of the main idea because they Mm -hmm. covered everybody and every corner of this store there was not a character that i can think of that was not thought of in this store, and you could buy like the most incredible things and the line, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get this, or I'm gonna get that. You know, I was like trying to decide what to get. And the line was a good 45 minute to one hour to be able to go pay for what you were buying. The line was wrapped around two times around the store to get to the cash register. It was mm-hmm. busy, busy, <laughs> busy. And they had like Did a little cafe. Like- did it look like the store that George and What's His Nuts? They did uh, do a up? little section, a little homage to um, a confection area, and they kind of yeah. like almost like the little joke shop for um, uh, Fred and George's like little um, shop that they have in uh, is it the sixth movie? I think the fifth movie. So mm. yes, so it was like I said, not a single character I felt was left out in this whole entire store, and. Like one section is like the library. One section is for the people who found um, um, J.K. Rowling's books and decided, hey, let's turn this into a movie. 
you know, another section was the, the candy. And then they had the little cafe so you could buy butter beer. It was not hot, so you got cold butter beer. And you could choose to buy cold or ice cream, um, butter beer flavored ice cream. Yeah. And just yeah. to put into like perspective, the like the butter beer was like a little plastic cup that you would just like put on, you know, at home or like a little party where you have like the punch bowl in high school and yeah. the little plastic cup. And that was $10. And yeah, they do that at Universal Studios too. And it was like a slushy type drink, right? It was delicious. It was delicious, but this was not a slushy. So uh, um, okay. it, the ingredients were very simple. But if you've ever watched the movie, and I just thought this was really cute and very well thought out to do this. Um, I didn't post it on Facebook because I don't want to embarrass my kid. But there's a point where they're like all in Hogsmeade. And um, they're drinking their butter beer, and Hermione gets like the cream all over her face. And Ron's like, You know, Hermione, you've got yeah, cream does. all over your face. Yeah, and well, what, wait, wait, what kind of movie is this? <laughs> the good kind. So she, um, are you, you know, she over there? shyly, like, and embarrassedly, like, wipes her face off. Well, when you drink the butter beer, it does, like, get all over your face. So everybody's almost having yeah, like does. a little Hermione moment where they're Lenormand, like, can you, can you say that part again, but slower? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> naughty, naughty. So, um, yeah. So you like, obviously you can take your mask off to drink there, but to, uh, to be on every, it's so crowded. It's kind of like if you are a freak out moment about germs, that's probably not the best part to do it at, but whatever. It's butterbeer. So you have to try it, right? So it was like 20 bucks yeah. for like a little ice cream thing and the butter beer. But it was so worth the experience uh, mm -hmm. that I think it's worth the money. Now, something I found out the hard way, um, because when we saw the line to check out. So I'm telling you guys this and anybody who's listening in case you go there first, bring lots of money because there's so much stuff that you're going to want to buy because they have it like they thought of everything. Yeah. And the other thing is, if you want it, wait the line. Don't hesitate because after I came home, I went online because there were a couple things I did want to buy and they mm. are not available to buy. They do not yeah, they sell it online. Yes. So you can yeah. only buy it in the store. And there were some really cute things that are like Harry Potter, New York, you know, Harry Potter, New York. So I'm like, ah, oh, come on. Because like the whole allure is not only the Harry Potter world, but now you've got that special little detail that you bought it exclusively in New York City. And you're a big Harry Potter oh, man. fan. And you went with your son. Yeah. Yes, yes. So yeah. Um, cool. it was the Harry Potter experience to me was phenomenal. And it was worth the wait, especially if you're going to go sightsee anyways. Just, mm -hmm. you know, don't stay anywhere farther than a 45 minute walk. And don't stop in between any um, shops if you, you know, you get called into that window. Because once you lose it, you lose it. Because by the time we got to the store, the virtual checkout sign was gone. So there comes to a point where they no longer will allow people to virtually check in because they just okay. can't do it because of the hours. And I've heard some places, at least in the beginning, I guess, when they first opened, because it was not the case for us, thankfully, sometimes... Uh, you might even have to check in a day or two before you go. So I would suggest checking on the website just to make sure that is not the case if you are not local to New York and you want to go to the store. All right. Yeah. And if you have not been in a while, the Lego store has moved to a new spot and they actually made it much more cooler. 
FAO Schwartz is now opened under a new company, even though it has the same name and it's in the same spot, but they did the layout much more different. And actually I enjoyed it more. So it literally looks like you're in a kid's room in different sections of the store. That's cool. Cause that yeah. store was getting last time I was there, that store was like getting boring or they didn't yes. know what to do with the space. And it was, yes. So I'm glad they did a reno. So it do really, you go to New York, Ted. Oh, sorry. Huh? If do you I've ever been... go to New York, Ted? I've never been to New York. Really? Oh, I think you'd we, love New we York. we got to all meet up. New York is stuff. amazing. Yes. It's yeah. never boring. Never. I don't think. We stay, MJ and I stayed the last few times at, uh, I forget it, Yo, Yo, Yomo Hotel, Yolo Hotel. Okay. It's a futuristic the, the, hotel. The Yolo Hotel. Huh? <laughs> uh, crap, I'm going to, someone's yelling at me right now, but it's a futuristic hotel, so it looks like you're stepping into like a hotel in the 21st, or 23rd century. That's awesome. The rooms are like starships and stuff like that. That's cool. Yolo Hotel. Oh, I'm gonna... I've always yeah, wanted yeah. to do like, I, I thought it'd be cool to do like a hotel, like sort of like the Tower of Terror. Yeah. Where you, you did a hotel, whole hotel, but it looked like like a haunted something out of like the 20s and it was haunted. Like you literally yeah. walk in and there's spider webs on the, the counters and shit like that. And like the, the, the bellhop is like, looks like, like lurch and all that stuff. Yeah, like, like a haunted hotel would be a neat thing to, to, to build. Haunted hotel would be good. Yotel is what I'm talking about. The Yotel. hotel. There's got to be in New York. They got all themes of uh, hotels in New York. Um, was this his birthday then? It was Sorry, his birthday. It was yeah. his birthday. So even though he wasn't sold on New York, he was kind. He knows that I really love going to New York. So he did me a solid. He's like, Mom, I know you really want to go see that Harry Potter store. I said, I do, but this is your birthday. And he's like, no, we'll, we'll go. And it's it actually one mom. of the attractions he enjoyed the most that day. So I thought that was pretty cool that, you know, he had done me a solid, but he actually enjoyed it as well. And then we went to the more, we went to the comic book store that we love to go to. That's like two levels. First, you have to go up the steps to get inside. And then they have another level on top of it. So it's, I love the city. If you do go and you love Harry Potter, I I totally recommend going to this store. Just go early, get in that queue line, and enjoy your day, and just keep an eye on your on your cell phone for the text because they don't call you; they text you. All right, all right. So there you go. Thank you, Norma. You're welcome. Thank you, Norma. You're well, welcome. I guess we can get. To, sorry, that's your that's your job. It's been about an hour, so I guess we're <laughs> gonna get to the wrap up show. <laughs> if you'd like to leave us a message or whatever, Norma had the number earlier. Six zero nine nine six four four eight five five. You can uh, you can find me on Tedekin on all your social medias. Uh, Matt, you can find yous on the what's now. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> at Matt McFly. Sorry, the what's now? Uh, M a t t o m c f l y and video game outsiders and a bunch of other stuff. But and uh, Nama, where's the can the peoples when you're not at the Harry Potter's store? Where can they find you? When I'm not flying on the broomstick. You can find me on uh, <laughs> New Ted. That was like, whoa. No, seriously. You can find me on Facebook under, uh, was it Normie Lake? Or you can find me on Twitter under Normie477. And yeah, on the gaming systems, Normie Bug. And Sean is what? Freeman Daddy 5 on Twitter and Sean Freeman on Facebook. There you go. There you go. Well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I don't know about next week. Uh, I, I believe Sean said he had something to do. But we're when The Walking Dead returns, we'll be doing it every week, uh, I assume, unless there's a catastrophe of some kind. Uh, no catastrophe. 
full throttle because we have we have a, a weekly topic and then American Horror Story as well, which I'm excited about. Macaulay Culkin's in that one. That's gonna be that's gonna be something. Macaulay Culkin. And my friend but, Ed um, directed the third episode, so yeah. Yes, he did. We need to get his ass back on the show. We do, and he was just actually took a picture the other day, and he was at the at the hotel that they use for um, Jack Nicholson movie, The Shining. Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh, cool. Cool. Well, uh, until next time, uh, thank you, zombies. You guys are awesome. Check out the uh, Zombie Research Society; they totally rock. Give them a look. You know, they're the best. Zombies. Have a good night. Good night. Good night. Yay! Sorry. I was waiting for you to do that. It's 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 it's